Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Come say hi in the chat. So far, we have Amur, Aref, Beste. Tell me where you're from. Um, if we haven't met yet or you haven't seen one of the other streams, my name's Emily. I'm one of the English tutors from Canada, I'm currently streaming to you from the Dominican Republic. Awesome. Cool. Welcome. So this stream is all about water sports. Um, this is something that I'm working on right now. Um, it's something that uh, there's a lot of sports in this area that I would like to try as well. So I'm curious to know about all of you. Um, tell me what is your favorite water sport? So this could be something you practice on a lake, the ocean, a river, a pool, any body of water. Um, and one of the reasons I like water sports so much is because um, usually there's quite a bit of adventure involved. Maybe it gives you a reason to visit somewhere new, whether that's um, just a new place in your country or city um, or somewhere all the way across the world that you want to go and practice this water sport. Um, like here in the Caribbean, I wanted to come where the water is nice and warm. <laughs> and right where I am here, it's a nice sandy beach where I can practice um, kite surfing. Perfect. So you have Osner as well there, Pedri in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Yeah, so you have some very beautiful uh, beaches and water close to there over in Zanzibar and Pemba Island. Um, hello from Poland too. Ivory Coast. Awesome. So we have quite a group of people here today. So I'm just going to give you all a moment to tell me your favorite water sport in um, in the quiz, or you can tell me in the, the uh, chat box. All right, let's see here. So I have several answers coming in. A um, few people have said surfing, um, football, which yeah, you could do, if I'm sure, a form of football at the beach or in the water. Um, swimming, playing with dogs in the water, that's Absolutely. A lot of dogs love to go and swim, so you could be throwing them a ball into the water. Um, wakeboarding, someone said. Excellent. So that would be on a board behind a boat for anyone who doesn't know. Um, excellent. Swimming, someone said. So that's, of course, the most basic form of water sport that many of us learn when we're younger. Um, you can play volleyball in the water, maybe if you have a net set up. Cool, lots of ideas. Um, all right, Someone, someone's just said it's their first lesson here, how does it work? So Chatterbug Streams is um, basically like a video platform. The streams might be around 15 to 20 minutes. Um, lately, we've been trying to run longer streams, so it could be 40 minutes, up to an hour even. Um, so on the platform itself, you see a wide range of videos uh, for different levels. Um, I believe I put this one as intermediate. So that just means that I might be explaining a few more words um, 
and I'll try to speak slower. <laughs> okay, excellent. So a lot more people answering here. Water polo, someone said that's a team water sport, of course, in the pool. Um, and I would like to know, um, but there's many water sports in the Olympics, but one of them is not an Olympic sport. Which of these do you think is not an Olympic sport? So rowing, uh, surfing, so you gotta get out there and then surf, <laughs> um, canoeing, just like this, um, kite surfing, you have kite up in the air and you're on a board or water polo, which someone said, which is, um, of course, the team sport with a ball in the water. Which one do you think is not an Olympic sport? So I guess the next Olympics, when, when is it gonna be in two more years? I can't remember. Someone tell me if they, they know when and where the next Olympics are gonna be, the next Summer Olympics. Um, I can't remember at the moment. Okay, so we're having, quite a mix of answers um but the answer is kite surfing yes so um that's a sport that i'm currently working on and from what i understand it will be at the next olympics so it's not currently an olympic sport um it was introduced at the youth olympics um but yes, not quite. And it's quite a technical sport. So I think it's um, I think it's good and interesting that the Olympics continues to evolve and introduce um, some new sports. Okay. So when we're talking about water sports in general, the basis of this is really swimming skills. Um, personally, I I'm not a big fan of swimming. I wouldn't necessarily go swimming for exercise. Like people do laps at a pool when you're going back and forth. It's called doing laps. Um, but I think it's an important life skill to have. And it allows you to be able to go and do these other things. So there's five kind of main skills you focus on with swimming. Uh, first of all, breathing. So you need to be able to control your breathing above water um, when you're maybe doing strokes, so taking breaths, but also when you're underwater, um, how to breathe through your nose and your mouth. Um, floating is important. Now this can be more uh, easily done in salt water. Maybe you've been to one of the seas which is very full of salt and then so you just kind of can float on the top. Um, but even if you're in a pool, you need to learn about how to um, make your body float more easily coordinated body movements. So this is being able to do maybe one thing with your arms while your legs are doing something else in order to propel yourself forward. Um, so one of these things is different forms of kicking. So there's the classic kicking and swimming, and then there's like the butterfly stroke, which would be something like, like this, I think. Um, great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anything else on that one? Nope. Okay, so let's go to the quiz. So tell me, what is holding you back from doing more water sports? Um, do you not have a pool nearby? Is there no lake, river, or ocean with the activities that you want to do or try? Um, can you not swim? Do you already do lots of water sports? Or are you not really interested in getting in the water? 
um, someone's asked me, how can I save the lesson? So in the Chatterbug app, um, this, this video will be under recently aired or recently viewed, I think. So since you're here right now, I think it should show up under recently viewed. And so you can check it again right there. Let's see who else we have in the chat here. Mona from Egypt, Farfinochi, Argentina. Awesome. People from all over. Okay. So I think for me, um, most recently I was living in London. And so I would probably say that um, I wasn't close enough to the water to be doing lots of water sports. Um, I'm, I guess it was a couple hours away, but um, I probably just didn't, didn't make enough of an effort <laughs> to get out there. Um, usually I tend to do water sports when I'm on vacation more so recently. All right. And it's super evenly split um, in the answers. We have quite a mix of people, um, but most people are saying that there's no um, kind of body of water nearby with the activities that they would like to do. Um, perfect. So for me, that might have been um, if I'm learning to surf and kite surf. Again, it's possible to surf in the United Kingdom. Um, I think there's some good surfing out in Wales, but it's very cold water <laughs> out there. So you're going to be wearing a thick wetsuit. And um, yeah, by the time you get out there, I'd rather just save my holidays and go somewhere warm, I think, from, from London. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a couple of people who aren't interested. So for whatever reason, maybe um, I know when I was younger, for instance, I was a little bit scared of fish. So I didn't really want to get in the water too much. Um, but I kind of overcame that as I came older, became older. But I still have um, some friends who are kind of fearful of open water or fish or sharks or whatever it could be. So um All right. So now what I'd like to do is go through three water sports, which I enjoy and which I've learned maybe kind of over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. Some, some sports that I've put some effort into learning, um, but still not very good. <laughs> Just learning. Um, so the first one is surfing. This is classic sport. All you need is waves and a surfboard. Um, of course, if it's cold, like I said, you might also need a wetsuit. Um, a wetsuit hat, even gloves and boots. So what are some of my tips? Um, I think the most important thing you can do is to take lessons uh, so you keep safe. Um, every location you go to is going to have some different potential hazards. Maybe there are some rocks in a certain part of the beach or... Um, you should only be going to that surf point at high tide or low tide. So that's when the water is coming into the beach or out to the beach. Um, and so it's important that you have someone to teach you all this. Um, there's also kind of different levels 
at the beaches. So there might be somewhere that really is more of an advanced location with a very strong, powerful wave. There's no point going somewhere like that when you're learning because you are just going to um, potentially hurt yourself, hurt your confidence too, <laughs> um, if you're trying. So I would say stick to your level. Um, one of the most important skills in surfing is paddling. So getting yourself out to the wave and also getting yourself onto the wave. So working on your um, arm strength and paddling skills is important. And if you have the chance to go to a certain spot that's known for being good for beginners and stay there for a few weeks, if you can, um, maybe you can work remotely or maybe you have a bit of extra holiday, that is the best way to build your confidence over time. So that's surfing. And no, I cannot surf like that yet. Um, I think my goal would just be to do some sort of fun intermediate waves. Um, and it's always nice to get out on the water. So some people in the chat saying I'm a couch potato. So that means a couch potato is someone who doesn't really like to do too much activity. Um, someone saying they want to start to swim. Mm -mm. And someone else who says, I really like to do physical activities. Excellent. Um, someone asking, what time is it in my city? So I am in Cabarete right now on the northern coast of Dominican Republic. And it's uh, just after seven in the morning. Okay. So this is the sport, kite surfing or kiteboarding, it can be called, um, which I'm currently taking some lessons for. Um, it's, it's quite a cool sport because you're using the wind to glide along the surface of the water. Um, and there's a few reasons I really like it. Um, there's a huge diversity of people involved, you know, all from kids up to people in their seventies and eighties. And one of the reasons is that um, it doesn't, it, you need some core strength necessarily to, to stand up, which is like, yeah, it's your middle body. But a lot of it is the technique, learning how to control the kite. And so depending on how much wind there is that day, your weight and your skills, you'll use a different sized kite, like you see in the picture. And this is really a sport that's growing in popularity. Um, and there's a lot of really interesting travel destinations you'll get to go to if you're interested in this because it's a um, you might go to places that are a bit more off the beaten path uh, we might say in English um, and overall it's a very nice community you know if let's say something happens in your kite falls there's always someone there to help you you lose your board you know people are um, very kind I've noticed and helpful in this sport so even though it's an individual sport there's a nice community between the riders. Um, and someone said, your English is clear. Okay, good. <laughs> um, it might be my accent. I am from Canada. And uh, so we do tend to enunciate a bit more, I think. Um, and then I've lived in the UK. So there might be a little bit of that that you hear, but um, yes. Good. I try. I'm, I am trying to speak a bit slower than normal because normally I speak very fast. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
All right. Someone's asked about kite surfing. Would like to try it. A specific body technique to be more effective. Um, one of the best things you can do when you're learning this sport is to try to relax, because you have your bar which controls the lines up to the kite, and slight movements can make it move quite a bit. So you you feel like you need to like hold on and hold on for dear life, but it's not like um, like wakeboarding where you're behind a boat and it really is pulling you. You are kind of controlling the kite and it pulls you from a harness. So I'll show you on the next slide what the gear is that's involved and then maybe you'll understand a bit more um, how it all works. So in the bottom left-hand corner is the harness. And so this is where all the power is pulling you from. So you're actually getting kind of pulled from your torso, the middle of your body. Um, and you want to wear a life jacket on top. And this will be kind of a shorter life jacket than normal because um, it needs you need to fit your harness underneath there. You then have your kite. As I said, there's all different sizes depending on the conditions and your size. Uh, a helmet is important in case you lost your board or something happened, maybe you fell onto the water quickly, it's good to protect yourself. A wetsuit is not necessary where I am right now, but in some uh, climates it would be. The bars, that's how you're controlling um, the lines. And there's something called a safety leash on there. So if you have problems, you can always pull the kite off you so you're not attached anymore. And then finally the board, um, which, uh, there's different styles depending on what you're what you're going to be doing. If you want to use tricks and things like that, I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, so that's kite surfing. I yeah definitely recommend to try it out if there's somewhere nearby you. You could just Google and see kite surfing my country and find a spot. Um, the easiest place to um, kite surf to learn is in a lagoon. So a lagoon is kind of a protected body of water that's attached to the ocean, but it's nice and flat and usually not too deep. So that would be the easiest place to learn. And what's the price for all the equipment? It can be quite expensive. And so usually the best thing to do is to rent um, or to take lessons until you are sure that you want to commit to the sport. Of course, one of the nice things with a sport like this is that once you own the equipment, um, you're not paying for like a lift pass or entrance somewhere like you would with snowboarding or skiing. Um, you might need to travel to the location, but yeah. <laughs> Let's continue. So the final one um, that I've learned and as I said I used to be scared of fish and kind of going underwater so this was a big one for me that I think helped me overcome my fear. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to learn it so much is because I think there's a whole other world under the water there. A lot of the world is covered by water um, and yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. I think it's worth trying um, if you're somewhere nearby or if you find yourself in a location where there is scuba diving, they have some kind of intro lessons, I think, where you don't even need to do the full course. Um, perfect. So what do you learn in scuba diving when you take a course? So usually there's a course of four days. Um, there's two groups which can certify you. So give you um, kind of like 
the green light or a stamp that says you can dive. And it's called SSI or PADI. Um, and you learn buoyancy first. So this word buoyancy means kind of like flotation. And so you're trying to learn to keep yourself floating at a constant um, as you go down. So you do a controlled descent slowly. So you're not going to cause any damage, particularly to your eardrums. Um, clearing your mask is a skill that you need to learn. So you, your mask hopefully is tight, but as you might smile or you might be under the water and the pressure changes, you might start getting water in your mask. And so you need to learn how to blow out all of the air. You do that by breathing in and then blow the, blowing out of your nose while it's pushed down. And then emergency ascents. So if you find yourself with low air, um, there's always a buddy system. You might need to share air with your buddy and you could show that um, to them by number five, uh, scuba hand signals. So you kind of, um, if you're out of air, you might be like this. If you're okay, one of the signals is like this. Um, and there's a few more that you would learn on this. Um, Perfect. So scuba diving, totally recommend. Um, let's see here. Orla said in Colombia, you can kite surf. Awesome. I will be in Colombia in September. <laughs> um, so maybe I'll see if there's some places I can go there. I know there's definitely good diving in Colombia off of Tyrona Park, I think, on the north coast. Um, diving's fantastic. Bodex maybe tried. And Anna asks, what about if you're very nervous for diving? So to be honest, every time just before I'm going under the water, I feel nervous again because it's kind of an unnatural thing to be able to breathe underwater, of course. Um, so I think every time I'm kind of a bit nervous before I'm going to go and then I, I go and then you just breathe slowly and then you realize I'm underwater and I'm breathing. <laughs> um, so I think... You, the best thing you can do is check your equipment, be with some an instructor um, before you're confident enough to be on your own, and always, always dive with someone else. So never do it on your own. So that's it for scuba diving. So those are three water activities that I've really enjoyed learning over the past few years. And they're activities that I think I will try to continue with for life as long as my body allows. So I would like to know out of these three, um, which I am learning, um, which one kind of sounds the most interesting to you or which maybe do you already like? Maybe you're already um, a surfer, kite surfer, a scuba diver. All right. And yeah, scuba diving is another one where there's a lot of equipment involved. I won't go through all of the equipment today, but, um, you know, people might buy their own equipment, but it's also more common to just rent when you go somewhere. Often it might be, you might be flying to destinations um, where you're going to scuba dive. So I don't think you're going to bring like this air canister tank and all of your gear. Um if you're a professional, maybe you have very specific gear, so you you would, but it's mostly a kind of a rental sport, I would say. Okay, cool. So most people 
um, are saying scuba diving. Yeah, I definitely recommend try scuba diving. Um, start with snorkeling. Of course, snorkeling is when you're just along the top of the water. Um, this is great if you're somewhere where the water is very clear. Uh, maybe it's a marine protected area, which means that you're going to see a lot more sea life. So start with that. And if you're uncomfortable and enjoying snorkeling, then maybe it's time to invest in some scuba diving lessons. And you'll start to get to uh, explore the whole world under the sea. <laughs> All right, so it's scuba diving still going up, kite surfing going up as well, which is awesome. I do, I'm really enjoying learning that right now. It's super fun when you start going along the water. <laughs> Okay, so scuba diving was number one. And I think one of the main reasons is that uh, people wanna see these underwater worlds where there's lots of really cool creatures. Um, so I would like to know um, what are some water creatures you've seen in the wild? So maybe it was a creature that came up to the beach. So it could be, um, could be a turtle or a frog. They, sometimes they live in the water. <laughs> um, or is it something that you saw when you were snorkeling? Tell me what is what are some of the creatures that you have seen in the wild? And what is your favorite? Maybe you haven't seen it yet, but let's say you really love dolphins. Um, just tell me in the chat. I think for myself, I always really love seeing um, really colorful fish when I'm on dives in big schools. So a school of fish is a big group of fish. Um, I also love to see turtles. Um, yesterday when I was kite surfing, I'm starting to get up a bit more. And as I was going along, I kept seeing turtles beside me popping up. Um, so I was getting a bit distracted and wanting to like <laughs> look at them, but I had to keep going. Um, but that was really a cool experience to have them kind of swimming alongside me. There aren't any dolphins around here, but if there were, that would be really cool to have them while you're kite surfing, maybe going alongside. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are saying dolphins are their favorite. They are, they're incredible creatures. I think they're one of the smartest creatures in the world. Um, I've seen a couple of them, but not not many. It would be really cool to see a big, I think you call them a pod of dolphins, the group. Um, that would be pretty cool. Some, a couple of people saying sharks. Yeah, sharks are incredible. And usually they're leaving people alone, usually. Um, I went shark diving before, which is when you go inside a cage uh, and you go off the back of a boat and then um, they kind of attract the sharks with some bits of fish, I guess. Um, and yeah, it was pretty exciting. So we're safe inside the cage. There were some larger sharks that they were attracting. Um, but that was exciting. If you want to see some sharks, you can try that. Cool. So I love water, seeing different creatures as well. Actually, I love seeing creatures on land as well. So if I get a chance to um, see them in the jungle or on some plains or anywhere, it also is always nice. Okay. And so I would like to know, so all of, 
many of these water sports are kind of more extreme or give you adrenaline. Um, so I think there's some people who might be the type who kind of seek out this adrenaline rush. Um, and there's some people who might be more like, oh, I just want to like, you know, just chill and relax on the water. Um, we're all different. I would say I'm probably, um, I do like adrenaline in extreme sports, but not all, you know, not all the time. Sometimes I just want to do a nice maybe kayak on a calm lake or hang on a floaty. So a floaty is like a blown up plastic, could be in the shape of a donut or sometimes you get blow up beds. You can just go on the water and relax. <laughs> um, so there's quite a mix here. So no and yes. So I think those last three, I would say they're all fairly um, extreme and give you adrenaline. I mean, scuba diving maybe is a bit less so, but it's still, um, I think would, it still gives you quite a bit of adrenaline when you're going underwater like that. All right. So now I'm going to talk about a few water sports that are maybe a bit more chill. So for those of us who say that, nah, we don't really want to do some <laughs> um, extreme sports. So the first one, which is being get, getting a lot of attention, is stand-up paddleboarding. Um, I've seen this in all different places, and you can do this basically anywhere there's going to be flat water. So that often could be a lake or lagoon, or maybe it would be on the ocean, but first thing in the morning when it's still very calm, potentially, depending on uh, where you live. And it's just a bit more relaxed. Um, and I've also seen that once you get good at this, since you get comfortable with your balance, um, you can start doing things like yoga on your sup, they're called stand-up paddle. Um, you can also do fishing. Um, and then if you get confident with it and you want a bit more adrenaline, you can also take it into the surf. Um, and so it's a different way to uh, experience catching waves. So that's something that would be kind of a more relaxed intro to water sports would be stand-up paddleboarding. Another one that is not necessarily um, relaxed, there's also the possibility to race canoes and kayaks. Um, and also there's the possibility to take um, kayaks, for instance, down rapids. So rapids are when it's the water rushing really fast in a river. Um, so not, yeah, so these two, I'm not necessarily saying it's always going to be relaxed, but often um, if you're just on a lake or a lagoon, as I said, you're kind of on flat water. This is just a nice activity to do as a couple, some friends with a family, um, and you're building your upper body strength. So the difference between the two, the canoe is more open, um, and you're often using a paddle on one side. Whereas the kayak, you're seated in the middle with a paddle that has kind of two ends to it, and you'd be paddling like this. Someone says, yeah, it trains the body well. Absolutely, yes. This is a great way to build upper body strength. And the next one, which this kind of um, is the line between sport versus activity. So I think to call it a sport there's probably needs to be like some level of skill uh, or technique involved there can be with tubing i think um 
a lot of it's just holding on as you're as you're being um, pulled behind a boat, um, like it's happening in this picture. But uh, yeah, if you if you this is this might actually give you a bit of adrenaline too. So maybe it's an adrenaline activity, we could call it. Um, but this is something that I definitely enjoyed doing when I was younger. I haven't done it for a while, um, so maybe I need to find somewhere to do it again. Um, so out of these three kind of more relaxed activities, what sounds like the most fun to you? Any of those three, none of the above, or you want more adrenaline and this isn't enough? Um, these three wouldn't do it for you. All right, I'll give you guys a moment here. Yeah, so there's, of course, so many other water sports. Um, I just thought we would cover a few of them in detail today. Um, but it seems like most people are saying kayaking and canoeing, which is great. Yeah, I think those are really um, kind of diverse sports. Like I said, it can go from having being relaxed on a lake up to uh, racing or going down rapids. So um, definitely I've enjoyed kayaking as well in the past. Cool. And no one says none of the above. So I think everyone's willing to try some of these water sports, which is great. Um, and of course, if you don't know how to swim, always wear a life jacket. <laughs> All right, so there's some other water sports we're not going to go through them in more detail, but just to mention whitewater rafting. So that's like I was saying with the kayaking, you can go down rapids. Uh, wakeboarding, that's like tubing, but you're holding on behind a boat um, and you're on a something kind of like a, like a snowboard. Parasailing, that's when you're up in the air behind a boat. Diving, so not scuba diving, but like diving off of a platform. Jet skiing, so that's with um, a machine, could be one or two people fit on it. Uh, and fishing, of course, is a sport. Um, maybe one of the more relaxed ones too. Although I think if you're doing the big fish um, fishing, sometimes it can be pretty intense trying to get the fish over. So maybe that is an extreme sport too. Could be, I don't know. Um, and so why, why would we want to do water sports? Um, so I think it can be fun for the whole family. So there's going to be something you can find um, that most people want to get involved with. It builds, uh, it builds your stamina, gives you exercise. It's good on your joints. So I think particularly maybe if you've had an injury, uh, swimming can be a good way to get exercise because uh, it's not going to put so much pressure on your joints. Um, it's good for your mental health to get outside. Um, and learn something new. So let me see here. Okay, so we're coming towards the end of the stream. So I'd like to know, out of everything you've seen today or anything that you know about, what's the next water sport you'll try? So if you're gonna go down to the beach, um, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, maybe you still have some summer left. Um, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, maybe what would you like to do next summer? Um, what will be the next one that you try? 
So I think for me, I'm currently learning some. I would like to eventually um, learn more about sailing. So I have been learning about kind of the wind um, during doing kite surfing, but I think it would be really cool to learn more about sailing, which could open up again, some other very interesting trips and travels. Okay, so scuba and surfing coming in strong for people wanting to try something next. Awesome. Bodyboarding. Ah, very good. Scuba. Cool. Yes, yeah, so there's so many different ways to get out there and enjoy the water. And, you know, for me, I'm not trying to become a professional. I just enjoy um, the challenge of something new, um, getting some sun, if I'm in a nice destination, <laughs> um, just swimming, getting out and enjoying, enjoying something. Perfect. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Um, but have a look on the app and there'll be some more streams coming soon. So take care. Nice chatting with you. Bye.